The following podcast contains explicit language. It is not appropriate to listen to at work. Unless you work for Christian Bale. You got any fucking idea about, hey, it's fucking distracting having somebody walking up behind Bryce in the middle of the fucking scene. Or David O. Russell. Fuck you! I'm just trying to fucking help you. Do you understand me? I'm being a fucking collaborator. Or Casey Case. See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Who's ready to laugh? That's my question. Are you ready to laugh? Uh, sure. You look ready to laugh. We're ready to go. <laughs> my notes. Uh, right. Here we go. Here we go. Whew. Let's get them. Onyeka. <laughs> this is it. The whole crew. <laughs> uh, we've got some shout-outs to do before we get to anything else, though. shout-out. Shout-out time. A huge shout-out to Michaela amazing for her awesome art we tweeted it out she uh, drew a rendering of elise as an uh, old woman <laughs> with the green ribbon uh with her head falling off yes with our yeah. quote from last week's episode yeah uh, you know initially i shared it and tagged elise and then i realized that was a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> sorry elise yeah whoops yeah Michaela this isn't a threat about a yeah different <laughs> i tagged the wrong person um yeah so michaela did awesome fan art for us uh we also want to give a shout out to our listener jenny who sent us Auntie jenny's husband who's now a bachelor watcher as well she roped him in so you're welcome abc i expect to get a little bit of the profits L- from those a uh, bit of a kickback isn't it romantic uh, <laughs> ads they were showing this week um yeah jenny sent us a confirmation that indeed becca did dump jason in thailand yes yes which i i mean i had thought that no, you were right. It's always, we love it when fans tell us that we're right yeah. about things. Yeah, we appreciate those emails more than those ones. You were wrong about this, which we often are. Ooh, Katie's not white. <laughs> My bad. You're bad indeed. Our bad indeed. And then, what else? Oh, uh, thanks to Profa. Profa Mom's came through really earning, again. Earning her keep. Earning her keep. Profa, you can have three popsicles from the fridge this time. Uh, that's part of her salary. Yeah. She gets no money right. but popsicles Every from the Friday, fridge. she gets to order a medium pizza from <laughs> a Domino's. One topping. One yeah. topping only. <laughs> uh, she sent us some info about Cassie and Heather again kind of confirming your theory that they're related. Cassie and Heather both went to the same Bible college yes, and in Los thank Angeles. thank you for sending it, although I did see it myself on that same day. I think it was just breaking news. Yeah, oh, it's huge news, yeah. I'm surprised uh, we did not get news alerts on our phone about it. Yeah, confirming my theory that Heather and Cassie are both from some, like, freakish religious cult i think we're going to continue if we dig a little deeper let's get some journalists on this if we dig mm-hmm. a little deeper we'll find they're both secret duggers but for like now this is what people felt like in uh the movie that spotlight in 
all the stuff that Spotlight was based on. <laughs> like, let's just keep on digging. The uh, just to be clear, a... the movie about the sexual abuse from Catholic <laughs> the priests. Catholic Church. Yeah. yeah, that this is what people felt like. like in, uh, I know that, that we're taking moment. a risk. We're risking everything, really. But I thought you were going to go done. with the Post, but uh, yeah, Spotlight, <laughs> sure. What was um, the post? The post was the Pentagon Papers, that Tom Hanks Meryl Street movie that we sure, didn't see, but same, I don't think I mean, that we similar. could admit that. Yeah, similar, similar. feeling. Yeah. Um, okay. And then uh, also shout outs to, we got a bunch of great iTunes reviews yeah. this week, including Sean, our buddy Sean, updated his review to say that uh, he not no, only was he... He no longer finds my sarcasm as intoxicating. And instead, now he just wants to eat pizza with Ryan. And watch horror movies. Yeah. You're on, buddy. Well, you and me and Jordan watching a rom-com together. <laughs> broing out. Why do I feel like Colton might be into that, too? <laughs> <laughs> Colton is welcome to come. Sure. Okay. Well, uh, five minutes That's in... That's what they said in the fantasy suites. <laughs> he might not be welcome to come. We'll see. Apparently, yeah. based on the... Hannah G. On the rest of the season of The Bachelor, he, he is welcome. According to country music video star Hannah G. <laughs> y'all, this is research of our own, but Hannah G. has starred in no less than four country music videos, including a Darius Rucker video mm-hmm. when she throws mud with her bow at the camera. Mm-hmm. Pretty good stuff. You're going to want to check out the Bustle she article. She also is on a Southern Marsh ad that's been making the rounds on Facebook. What's Southern Marsh? Clothing? Yeah, they make like pullovers and tea, you know, like those really... I mean, everybody in Alabama wears them. Oh, she's perfect for it then. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wear them. I'm a person in Alabama. So you don't wear them. I'm wearing it. Well, no. I'm a person in Alabama. Everyone in Alabama wears you're them. You're from Seattle. I'm wearing it right now. Nobody believes it. You, everybody knows that you're not actually from Alabama. <laughs> you um, don't even know how to do the yellow rammer jammer. <laughs> I do now. We played it the other week. All right, so let's uh, let's get into this. I mean, we picked up right where we left off. Yeah, it's almost like they didn't need to end the episode in such an abrupt, such way. a dramatic it's fashion. Almost like we could have just had the rose ceremony last week. Almost. almost, it's almost like we could predict who was going to go home. Though Caitlin asks, "Who could possibly go home? Who could it be?" Right, I just easy. can't take it easy. What am I getting a little too close a to the mic? Lord. The fans want to hear my enthusiasm. Yeah, it's not the first time I've heard that. Happy Valentine's yeah. Day, everybody! <laughs> True love here. Ten years of marriage. Yeah. Um, so it starts out with one of the girls asking. They, they've uh, the uh, Nicole Onyeka drama is going on in the background, and one of the girls asks another what I missed, and the other girl says. The drama of the century. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and call it 2019. I think if the century is That's young, it. but I think Onyeka and Nicole, this is the drama of the century. Nothing is going to surpass this for the rest of the century. Onyeka comes up to the girls and asks in a pretty bullying voice, Can any of you say that I've bullied you? Raise your hand if I've bullied you. Give me your lunch money if you think that I've bullied you. Raise your hand if you feel personally bullied by Onyeka right now. She picked Heather up by her ankles and gave her a swirly. Um, Yeah, and the girls, I feel like, more out of fear for their personal safety than anything else are just like no Anyika, you're the best never we never have you. we felt bullied not when you told us that we were uh they were drowning in bitches meanwhile harrison comes under the beach like a fucking navy seal like a ninja 
<laughs> like I've never seen Harrison. How did he even Where do it? Where was he? How did he do it? I don't it? know. Did he parachute know. in? Was it was an he? airdrop? I feel like he's like Alex Mack. So he has the ability to <laughs> go appear. liquid. And then he just like... Came out of the sea? Yeah. yeah. No, that was an amazing Harrison appearance. I'm surprised he didn't like shoot a blow dart into somebody. (laughs) I would have liked it if he had like wrung his jacket out a little bit. (laughs) All I left are footprints. You won't see me. Harrison, you sly. He had like uh, that Navy SEAL eye paint under his (laughs) eyes to blend in. And then he's like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" (laughs) (laughs) He says, "You seem pissed." Uh, Colton does seem. He does seem pissed. He said. It's not what I'm here for. Do you know what Colton's greatest fear is? I don't feel like I've ever heard no. him explain specifically what it is. Spiders? Oh, that doesn't sound right. Snakes. Ooh. Oh, no, we went into that last week. Snakes? kind of likes yes. snakes in the uh, end. Yeah. Um, clowns. Is it that someone is not here for the right reasons and he's going to end up by himself in the end? Is that it? <laughs> I would say so, yeah. Is I that, think uh... I'm just going on a hunch. It's mostly my ability to read people. You know, I have Taylor's level of ability to kind of like intuit and interpret people's feelings. So... It also appears emotional, emotional intelligence. intelligence. I think in addition to being a country music star that Hannah, or country music video star rather, mm-hmm. that Hannah G is some kind of psych grad student. Like that appears from her, her like Instagram is all like, look at me wearing shoes. And her Twitter is like, here's an interesting reading that I did recently on uh, this psychological oh, phenomenon. Really? Yes. Well, that... Uh, kind of speaks directly to some of the bitches in the house who were saying that Hannah G's just is she anything other than pretty? And we'll get there. We'll get <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, we're we're getting to it. Um, all right. We got seven roses to give away. Heather and Hannah B already have roses. Two people are going home. Luckily, Nicole has Jesus on her side because she crosses herself. You know, it's never failed anybody before. I mean, yeah, Jesus, don't fail me now. <laughs> Jesus, take the rose. <laughs> Unfortunately, Jesus really didn't come through for Jesus her. took the rose and gave it to Sydney. Yeah. Not for long, but he yeah, gave it to yeah. Sydney. Yeah. Don't get Jesus don't, don't get like Sydney that much Sydney. either. Yeah. Um, Kaylin, Tasha, Kerpa, Hannah G, Katie, and Sydney. There's a lot of E yeah. names, right? Yep. Um, they all get roses. Anyeka and Nicole, surprising no one, are sent packing. Yeah. Well, and what's tragic about this is that now Nicole is trapped in Miami forever. Forever. This, this was, was her one ticket out. How else is she going to get out of it here? It was like that. What's that movie? Um... I think they're trapped. No, Titanic. no, where they're trapped in New York. I want to say it's Escape Kurt Russell. From New York. Escape from yeah. New York. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a post-apocalyptic Nicole's wasteland. Nicole's living an actual <laughs> version of trapped in. I patch Kurt Russell. She's eating cheesy noodles <laughs> and cheesy pasta every day. It's what people eat in Miami. There's a little what cultural Corinne's, tip for you. What was Corinne's maid's name? Who would like tuck her in at night? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, Oh, what was her name? Uh, Hey, 
Rafa? Robin? No, Robin, you're out. I mean, honestly, at this point, these Robin, are just questions. Robin, what have you done for us lately? We, well, she she did tweet us that cover of the Frasier theme song, which I thought was nice. That's true. Yeah. Sorry, Robin. Yeah. My apologies. You're back in. You're back in. Yeah. You're and back. I mean, Jenny's in the running now for research. We got a lot too. of people yeah. in the running. It's what basically need... an episode of The Bachelor. Here's the thing. We're going for an NSF grant. Mm-hmm. I think if we got $1.5 from the NSF, we could fund all these research assistants and some really sophisticated statistical analysis. I really just want you to actually apply for that <laughs> and just see. Let's just see. You know what's the worst that could Why happen? don't we apply for like a thousand dollars? A thousand dollars is nothing to the NSF. Well, now that Trump's probably going to cut their budget, I think their total budget is going to be a thousand dollars. But still, we're worth it. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a competition between us and Hannah G to get those research dollars. <laughs> and but um, Hannah G is just going to send in a headshot because she's relied on her beauty all of her life all and nothing her else. Life. She's says Kaylin, the beauty a pageant beautiful, winner, shiny object. <laughs> um, uh, I want to give my fast take on the Anyeka Nicole situation. Yeah, sure. I feel like Nicole just really fucked this shit up. Oh yeah. Oh, like yeah. Nicole. You did not have to go home in this. I felt like Anyeka yep. was so clearly more in the wrong. And Nicole said, Anyeka just put me in such a bad situation. There was no turning back. Uh, yeah, there was turning back. There was back. 100% turning yeah, back. You could have just yeah. played it cool. You didn't have to say anything to Colton, yeah. first of all. But I feel like even if she had wanted to say something, she could have spun it in a much yeah. more effective way. Yeah. Well, and I think Col- it's pretty clear that Colton doesn't want a lot of drama around. I also feel like Colton, um, we've said this before of some previous bachelors, he really doesn't seem to um, be holding himself back in terms of just cutting bitches that he's not sure. feeling. Yeah, and I totally. That. We see that a little later. Bye, yeah. Demi. Yeah. Hi, I'm here to fuck you. No, you're gone. (laughs) (laughs) I see ya. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, Nicole should have let Anyeka hoist herself on her own petard. Yeah. But instead, she gets dragged down into the drama. It's like when I get dragged down into our six-year-old's drama, Mm -hmm. even though I don't need to get in a big fight over what pants she's going to wear. keep saying, just go into your room and... Pour yourself a glass of wine and read a magazine, which mm-hmm. is my style of parenting. Yeah, it's a great style no, of parenting. But no, you have to be involved and you try to interact uh, with them. I gotta be a hands-on That's dad. That's mistake, is trying to interact 21st with them. 21st century dad. Yeah. Yeah. No. We got one Don Draper in the house <laughs> and that's me. <laughs> Pouring a martini. Yep. Yep. Um... Yeah, they're gone and Colton is pretty tore up. Oh, he's really uh, torn he up. He is yeah. shook. Yeah. <laughs> can we go ahead and get to uh, Vietnam and his Well, his can vlog? we talk? So in the end of the night, to demonstrate how shook he is, he says, I have so many emotions in regards to how this is all going to end. And then they play, I feel like a music that I've literally never heard on the show before. It's like a weird spy music. <laughs> That's for Harrison. And Harrison Col- well, sneaking and around. And Colton is just like looking around at all this. Burda do do. Do do do. No, that's uh, that is what is that? Matlock. No, no, that's the James Bond theme song. Oh, what I am I thinking bur- of? Burda do 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 do. That's Matlock. What is that show that used to be on Nick at Night? Dragnet. Oh, Dragnet. What's that? 
do 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 do. Yeah, no, just let's make some various noises with our mouth. <laughs> I think it's that. Well, what is drag? All right, insert drag. Okay, dragnet. Here. Here's what it sounds like. You were pretty close. I'd say you were spot on with that. And Matt, like, dude. What about the? What about? I've never seen Matlock in my life. So yeah, stop every episode it. of Matlock is the same. Though there was one episode of Matlock that deviated from the format. It almost always Matlock would have the person like who actually did it come up on the stand and then like devastate them mm-hmm. with his like cross examination. They would admit that they did it on the stand. But in one episode of Matlock, he solves the case because the person who was murdered comes back as a ghost and helps Matlock solve the crime. Just like Elise. (laughs) Help solve my death, Matlock. You know, Elise was probably a big Matlock fan, being as old as she was. (laughs) You ladies aren't done with me yet. Is there room for one more to be it I was against that war. <laughs> and people thought that we weren't going to be able to do old Elise anymore. Oh, no. Elise yeah. is, uh, she's hanging out this uh-huh. whole season long. She'll really be a specter. It's old. ghost Elise, but it's Elise <laughs> nonetheless. Hello. Oh, our child. Hold on. <laughs> Well, sorry for the interruption there, but that was enough time for us to realize that Anna was thinking of the Get Smart <laughs> yeah. theme the whole and time. And maybe a little bit of the Pink Panther. <laughs> so we'll put that one in right here. Also, we tried to get our daughter to tell you the Green Ribbon story, which she loves, and she would not do it. She refused. So she's a little mic shy. But you know who She uh, realized she didn't want to be a part of this podcast. <laughs> she thought it was beneath her yeah. and extremely she juvenile. She said, fuck no. <laughs> you know who's not uh, mic or camera shy is Colton. Oh, shit, y'all. We got a Coco Cam. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's uh, love when Demi calls him Coco. Yeah. All right, so Coco Cam. I was extremely frustrated that Colton didn't begin this with, Good morning, Vietnam! Yeah, but then the girls then do. Then the girls do. No, I know. So my disappointment was short-lived. But initially I thought, like, does he hate comedy? Does he hate cultural references? Does he hate Michael Scott? But, oh, he uh, is only 26. <laughs> he uh, yeah, wasn't even born when that film was released. Good morning, Vietnam! Colton um, says a lot on this video diary. First, obviously, he says, Gucci. <laughs> he also says, um, there's been a lot of moments where I've been feeling overwhelmed and anxious. And he says that this week is going to provide clarity in a lot of different relationships spoiler alert he's more confused at the end than ever before before. (laughs) no less than three different women tell him to look out for some of the girls uh yeah we'll get to it 
Hannah G gets the first one-on-one. There are two one-on-ones this week, which means that we have to do that two-on-one next week. Right. Who's I'm it going to be? I don't know. Are we going to skip the two-on-one? That seems like That's a impossible. sacrilege. It can't be done. Um, You know, they didn't always do a two-on-one date. Right. I mean, I... Elise and I can remember. <laughs> Back to a time. There was a time when the two-on-one wasn't always so standard. <laughs> what if it was the two Hannahs? Well, you know, the other thing about the two-on-one is it wasn't always two people that hate each other. Sure. A lot of times it was like just two people that the Bachelor was feeling a little bit up in the air still about both of them. Need a little more clarity. I feel like some of the, well, I don't know. I was going to say like this week would have been a good week for one because he could have done it with like... Sydney and Katie. Sure. And then at the end, just been like, bye, bitches. Yeah, see y'all. Or he could have done it real quick with Nicole and Onyeka. Let's go right now down yeah. to the beach. We're making this thing happen. But as of right now, with the girls that we're left with, I don't know. I just don't see him. Maybe, I mean, Kerpa, I think, is probably the the last in Yeah, place. Kerpa's about to take it on the chin. So to speak. Um, so to speak. All right. But anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Hannah G has the first one-on-one. Uh, they go get Asian massages. You do that once a week. what I do like twi- <laughs> twice a week. Twice a week for our Huntsville listeners. Do they wrap you in seaweed? Uh, they would if I asked. Yeah, you should. And I bet it would be or like what was that $2 like, extra. What was that like? Bamboo? What were they wrapped in? Yeah, I think it was bamboo. Okay, bamboo leaves. But I'm just here to tell you, I mean, in Huntsville, Alabama, you can get a one-hour massage at Asia Massage on Cecil Ashburn. Mm -hmm. uh, You don't have to go to Vietnam for this. An hour is... Like, like $35? $50. Okay. For a foot massage, an hour, yeah, is like 30 bucks. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, you can't afford not to it's go. It's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> you're losing money if you're not and going to get these foot And you don't have to go to rubs. Vietnam. I mean, it's a winning situation. Think about that. You're saving like $1,500 on airfare. Now, they do apply some special skin masks, but I was grossed out by the way they yeah. were like massaging it into his beard. Ugh, yeah, I don't care for that. No, thank you. Just don't show us another close-up of his mouth. (laughs) Yeah, I have. This facial does not look relaxing. Then he, um, as you said, they get wrapped up in giant pieces of, again, I I, I was guessing bamboo. Bamboo, yeah. Um, And Colton says, he's talking about how hot Hannah G is. Ooh, Hannah G. (laughs) Um, And he says, I would definitely eat that sushi roll. Bold joke for a man who didn't get the weed whacking joke last week. I don't think that Colton knows what that joke means. (laughs) Because that is a very, I mean... Talk about sexual innuendo. I don't yeah. think that that's it was what over. Was... His own joke was <laughs> over his head. Yeah. I mean, I really think that it was. That's like when you, uh, like, they insert jokes in cartoons for adults and the kids don't get it. Colton didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hannah also gives him a massage. Yeah. Like, this is the worst massage parlor ever. I know. Like, no standards at all. We're going to go on a couple's massage, but by the way, you're massaging you have to do your it. partner. No yeah. Thanks. When he's like, let me turn over. I know. She's yeah. like, is it? Is this working for you? And he's like, hang on, maybe you could massage my front. <laughs> I bet she could. Yeah, hey, he really... Um... Do, you, uh, do you know how to massage where my bathing suit covers? <laughs> Show me on this teddy bear where you'd like me to massage you. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like he really lets his, like, 
you know, guard down I with Hanaji or like lets his erotic side. In come my notes, through. all I have in all caps is making out. Yeah, I mean that's all they're like yeah. making out in a mud pit of some kind. <laughs> they're making out in the shower. Um, yeah. yeah, and Hannah G, you know, echoes what you said. She says, I really love being intimate with Colton. I get lost in the moment with him and I can't control myself. Whoa. And yeah. then she basically says that if she does get to the fantasy yeah. suite, she's going to get some of that Colton D. Yeah. She is. <laughs> she's going to ride the coal train. <laughs> <laughs> Go down into the coal mine, if you will. <laughs> Guess that gonna, doesn't really make sense. I don't know. Yeah. The sushi Colton sushi roll joke was better. I feel like I could do something with like Colton. Colton. She's gonna get her Colton. I don't know. <laughs> There's something there. We'll workshop <laughs> it for next week. We need to go with your improv group and workshop that. Yeah. 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 We'll come back. We need somebody to punch this. I feel like a... that one wasn't bad. You gonna get your Colton? Uh Colton. Yeah, I'm gonna ride that Colt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna turn that Colt into a horse <laughs> the good news is that we have a couple of weeks until the fantasy suite to workshop some of these jokes we here right, we're gonna go a... out on the road and do some of oh, this sorry, material talking oh, no go, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go please. Ahead. no please By after means. after you please. by all means Ryan. Please. tell after me what you no go ahead no i did my thing so no, it's it's all you <laughs> oh what an asshole um i was gonna say that you and i should both come up with a list of our 10 best colton mm. Sex puns. Yeah. Yeah, done. We'll do it for Nank. We'll do it for the fantasy episode. We should do it for episode. the fantasy Yeah, suites, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, while Hannah G is just off having fun, making out with Colton, the girls are talk- talking mad shit about her. Yeah. Which I felt like was a little unwarranted. A little unfair. This is the star of no less than four country music videos, <laughs> I'll have you know. Sorry, guys. We're in the middle of a bedtime war with our six-year-old. <laughs> She's winning. <laughs> First and foremost, we're podcasters. Second, we're academics. And third, we're parents. But tonight, number three is uh, it's really kicking into high gear. Really demanding most of our attention. <laughs> anyway, um, as I was saying, I felt like it was really rich of Kaylin, a beauty pageant queen, uh, to be basically giving Hannah G shit because she says that Hannah G, quote, is so sweet and so kind, but that she's relied on her beauty for so much of her life. So who is Kaylin having that conversation with? Maybe. Oh, I don't recall. Despite the fact that there's only a few people left, I'm still getting them confused. Yeah. And, oh, no, I think it's Cassie. Okay. Maybe. Oh, no, you're right. Maybe it was Heather. Although yeah. that would be just extremely ironic. What, if Heather was... If uh, Heather's like, I can't believe there isn't more depth to Hannah G. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Why doesn't she do something else besides just look pretty? Because <laughs> whoever she's talking to, I feel like maybe it was Cassie, asks, um, is there a layer to her that we're missing? Is there some depth to her that we're missing? She's I can't imagine that was Heather. fucking content creator, I'll have you know. And, like, I mean, I... You know, yes, Hannah G is very pretty, and I'm not going to say that she seems, you know, 
incredibly complex, but I do feel like she she seems as deep as any of the rest right, of these bitches. Right. I'll yeah. just say that. Yeah. Um, you know, she opens up about her parents' divorce. She tells a story about her mom being a hardcore badass. <laughs> Wrecking the lawn with her car. <laughs> so she you were said, fully on the mom's side. This story was clearly oh, like, oh, this is sad that my mom hurt my dad in this way. You did not interpret it Hannah in that G, way. Hannah G, if your mom is listening, first of all, I want to be best friends with her. because we probably pro- can. We're probably the same age. Yeah. <laughs> um, second of all, I'd like to formally invite her on the show. <laughs> Come talk about this lawn destroying situation (laughs) so what she says is that she shut herself off she shuts herself off from a lot of things and then she uses the example of her parents divorce and says that there's actually like she doesn't even remember the moment of her parents telling her that they were going to get divorced because she's like blocked it out that's some uh psycho shit right there (laughs) hannah g That's why she's uh, studying therapy now to unlock the secrets of herself. But she says that her dad really loved his lawn and that one of the few moments that she remembers of her parents' divorce is her mom driving through the yard to pack up all her shit. What are the odds that maybe Hannah G's mom is Raven? Because I feel like that is so Raven. That is so Raven. (laughs) The circle is really constricting upon itself. I know. Well, and Hannah G dated a former Bachelor contestant too, right? Uh, We saw that recently. There's all kinds of revelations coming out. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, and you know what uh, therapist Colton has to say is, I think it's more than just about your lawn. I think it's more than about your dad's lawn. No, Colton. It was really about being upset about the grass. (laughs) It was such beautiful grass. There's no deeper meaning to it, Colton. Nothing on this. When is anything on this show ever a metaphor? Come on, Colton. (laughs) Certainly not when you want to dive deep with Kerpa. Um and big words from from the seaman from Mr. Coco. <laughs> Want to dive deep? Oh, yeah. the sea dog says that he is definitely falling in love with yeah. Hannah. Aww. You can tell. I mean, I think so. We yeah. had our predictions. Hannah G is definitely going to be one of the last girls yeah. standing. We had our predictions for who was going to go far. And who was going to go just, all the way, if you will. Despite Kerpa and Tasha apparently just standing off to the side and being like, it's you and me at the end of this. I know. I love those. Like Game of Thrones power shit. Littlefinger <laughs> walks in and is like, I can make that happen. Mm. <laughs> um, I really liked when Hannah said, opening up is not my thing. It's usually not my jam. Me and you both, Hannah. <laughs> Let's uh, have dinner where we talk about no emotions whatsoever. Yeah, it That's sounds like thing. a really fun time. Yeah, it'd be great. Sure. Yeah. All right. Um, the group date card comes and Kerpa's name isn't on it. I like it that Colton waited until Kerpa wasn't a serious uggo <laughs> to take her out on this <laughs> Totally one-on-one. deformed. I'm going to need to see how that heals up and then I'll decide right, if I want to yeah, take Let's make sure your one-on-one. face is okay. Uh, luckily, Kerpa recovered from her injury, and so Whew. she is going on the other one-on-one. Which prompted Demi to say, son of a bitch. And Demi's not in a good mood today. 
Is this a millennial thing now to refer to yourself in the third person a lot? It's something. Is uh, you know, I don't understand the millennials, I but don't know. Uh, George is getting upset. Um, Sydney is really upset that she didn't get a one-on-one because she says, "I feel like I did everything I could here." I mean, that's true. You did bang those pots and pans like five episodes ago. <laughs> what more could you do? Sydney, use a bitch. <laughs> I don't like Sydney. Well, if Sydney... I had a, um electric fart noise machine, <laughs> I would be I would be pressing that button right now. <laughs> we need some real shock jock. I know sounds in here. Some sound effects. Yeah. I need to. I want to be like um, who's the guy on Parks and Rec? Uh, douche. Yeah, yeah. the, the douche. douche. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Sydney tells. I mean, what other than make the weed whacker jokes and bang pots and pans together? I don't remember a single thing that Sydney's done this entire season. Well, here's the thing that annoys me about that is listen. I'm listening. Yeah. Oh, like Fraser Crane. Like Fraser Crane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, baby, I hear the blues. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, listeners. Um, by pro- by simple math, and I say mm-hmm. this as someone who cannot do math, uh, you know that some people aren't going to get the one-on-one, right? right. Like, yeah. There are a lot, it's there a statistical are, impossibility yes. for everyone to get a one. And even Colton, I mean, this comes up later, but when Sydney directly confronts him about it, he's like, look, I wish every date was a one-on-one, right. but that's not this show. Mm-hmm. So I feel like for Sydney to get so fucking butthurt about the fact that she still doesn't have a one-on-one is just kind of like... I don't know. I feel like you can make the best of it or you can freak out about it. And I... I do understand that at this point, it it's not looking great if you haven't had a one-on-one. Sure. But at the same time, I feel like you become your own worst enemy when you right. do what Sydney did, which is, you know, she just gets super defensive and pissed off about it. And it's like, well, no, Sydney, nobody wants to date you if you're going to act like a bitch. Well, and I mean, she recuses herself from the situation, which is obviously the right thing to do if she's not feeling oh, it. Oh, please. She did that the second she saw that Colton was about to cut her ass. Oh, it was a defensive. Abso-fucking-lutely. Uh, well, I'm yeah. just saying, like... It was a bad move to go in and be like, why aren't I getting one-on-ones? But she is right. It was just like, well, I've just got to go home then. Well, I feel like that was the only way that she was going to get out of there with a, with a little dignity bit of pride intact. intact. Yeah. I'm and surprised frankly, she didn't walk out banging pots well, and pans on her way out. dignity that she was keeping intact was taken away by that gown that she was wearing. Why are we all wearing lingerie on the nights that we think we might go home? Is that I, all yeah, it is? To like show Colton what he was missing. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Look is at that, this. I mean. You hate to see me leave, but you love to see me walk away. <laughs> that was not an evening gown. That was right. a sheer. Where are they getting. <laughs> Colton actually bought her that in Singapore as part of that shopping spree. Um. All right. So let's back up a little bit. Yeah, let's go on the group to, date. To uh, Colton doing some uh, Vovanon moves. Vovanon. Showing yeah. his against uh, what I can only presume are the equivalents of black belts. Take it down enough. In Vovanon, Colton uh, easily defeats them in a display of martial arts prowess when he gets attacked yeah. by a bunch of guys. The, well, two guys. Yeah. Theater street fight. <laughs> <laughs> the girl said it was so hot. How did you feel about Colton doing Vovanon? You know who's hot? Who? The host of Bachelor Vietnam. Yeah. Because I checked out his Instagram feed after oh, yeah? the show. Well, because Harrison posted a picture that featured him 
And first of all, Harrison gives this like long spiel of a caption about how much fun he had with him. And this fucking dude writes back, THK Harrison. <laughs> or maybe it was TKS. TKS. Whatever it was, it was yeah. just like an acronym for thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, then and it's like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I clicked Someone on it. Someone had more fun than yeah. somebody else in that. I clicked on it and I looked at him and he is beautiful. Oh, really? He's now on my list. Okay. Welcome. Speaking of... You're going to be getting a gift basket in the mail before too long? (laughs) It's a very prestigious honor to be on Anna's list. Did you see that Harrison is dating again? Uh, Was Harrison ever not dating? Let's be frank. Well, but he's dating a bachelor journalist. Harrison might not have always been dating, but he was always fucking. You know he (laughs) was. He's a fuck machine. (laughs) Just pop pop some batteries in that fuck um, machine and let him go. What is a bachelor journalist? Is that what we are? I believe so. Is he dating you? Well, yes. Is he dating a bachelor podcaster? No, he's dating a journalist who covered the show for some time. But Mm. I mean, that basically says that you've got a shot with him. I don't want to bring this up because I don't want to lose you. But What do you think that's like when your editor calls you in and it's like, I've got something. I've got a beat that I want to put you on. <laughs> you're on the Bachelor beat. <laughs> you think that you're going to like, I don't know, the Middle East. Right. You're going to cover like the wall. You can cover Syria or the Bachelor. I'm going to need you to fly out to Vietnam immediately. <laughs> <laughs> what, for stories about Agent Orange in this After Effects? No, the Bachelor. <laughs> um... Well, good for Harrison. Yep. Listen, that ruins my dreams of Harrison one day being the Bachelor. Yeah, I think that's still a possibility. I mean, All I have to say is... I feel like Harrison's a free bird. This journalist is covering Harrison, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Um, You all right, Eloise? What's the is dog the dog trapped under there? the table? I believe so, yes. Everyone's interrupting this podcast. How are we going to be serious Bachelor journalists who go on to date Chris Harrison if people keep <laughs> interrupting our podcasts? All right. Um, the girls have to fight. They get some training, which mostly involves, um, it seems like the fight and the training is them just kind of screaming and laughing. The host mm-hmm. notes many times It's a tickle that fight. There's not usually this much laughter in Vovinon. Vovinon. Demi tells us that she is fighting some emotions, sort of metaphorical mm. fight that's going on here. And then she just goes out there and loses terribly. <laughs> and it's like she was paid to throw the fight. Katie beats the shit out of her. I'm surprised they didn't drag Fred Willard out to Vietnam. I mean, do you think he couldn't have survived the flight? Maybe he finally to call died. <laughs> oh, I think he died long ago. It's just sort of the, you know, the remains, like, rigor mortis. It's just, like, sort of the remaining air escaping his lungs as the commentary he's been giving for the past few seasons. Welcome to the afterworld, Elise. (laughs) I'll be your guide. (laughs) I'm your guide through the dark underworld. Um, yeah, they end the activity a little early when Colton says... There was something there about seeing Demi coil up that wasn't good. <laughs> something. I yeah. don't know what it was. Was it all the other girls yelling, put him in a body bag? <laughs> <laughs> Some real karate kid style shit uh, on this. Um, t- so they go on to the group date uh, evening portion. Tasha and Colton have some good one-on-one time. 
Uh, Tasha and Colton, Tasha and Katie, I'm sorry, both kind of express insecurities. Colton definitely seems way more into Tasha. Sure, yeah. I, mean, I feel like you can tell later. that Katie's on her way out. Yeah. She can tell it too. Yeah, she's panicking. She sees it coming. Yeah, yeah she's a she's a canary in a coal mine at this point. <laughs> um, Tasha and Sydney again are just like throwing mad shade about some of the girls so they say that it's just really obvious that some of the girls are shiny objects first of all let me say like what world are we living in that any of these girls are under the impression that colton wants complexity sure yeah i don't think colton wants someone simple and shiny pretty sure that's exactly that's what he he told the bachelor producers that he wanted well and like i don't know they are being kind of bitchy and watching Hannah B, um, who's like being really goofy. Oh yeah, and like doing like doing ninja jungle. moves. Yeah, like yeah. ninja moves. And Sydney's like, it's just really frustrating for me that she does this, and then she gets the rose. I actually find it really refreshing. And you know, I'm not, I'm no, I'm not a Hannah B apologist well, yeah i don't mind hannah b honestly now that we've moved past the initial couple of ex- sure. episodes i feel like she has grown on me mm-hmm. and the hannah beast. i think that yeah i like the yeah. hannah beast and i think there's something refreshing about her just being kind of silly like you don't right. always have to be revealing your darkest corners of your soul to colton right well and it's like he, you know he likes that like yeah. he's that's the thing is I hate it when these contestants, men or women, are like speaking on the bachelor's behalf and doing like, no, I don't think they're not respecting him. He doesn't like that. She does the same. It's the gold underwear scenario, right? All over again. Right. It's like no, JoJo's well, having a fun time. Becca, but oh, yeah, right. like Whatever why don't you let why was. don't you let them decide for themselves? Right. Yeah, they're perfectly and clearly Colton was having fun. Like. He's he's having a whole lot more fun with that than when Sydney goes and complains about not getting a one on one. Maybe Sydney, Sydney should have done some ninja moves. Um well when Sydney has her one on one, she says, I would much rather be doing this on a one on one, but I don't have that chance. Oh. Like, yeah, that's what Colton wants, Sydney. Yeah, Somebody's some, gonna some whining. Yeah, yeah, let's make Colton feel real guilty about the premise of the right. show. And also that sounds like a great one on one. A one on one about how you don't how you complain about how you yeah. haven't had one on ones. <laughs> that's gonna be a delightful time. I mean, she just kind of attacks him. Is there a reason you're not putting me on a one on one one on one? Is there some reason that you're looking at me differently maybe it's because you have on lingerie Sydney. maybe it's because the <laughs> rest of the wearing? girls got the memo that you're supposed to wear an actual dress to these events <laughs> a full gown um i was also so we take a break from sydney i mean colton kind of talks her down and then she goes back out and gets worked up again but we switch gears and go to demi i was really irritated with her move to have Colton call her mom. Yes. I just felt like it was so obviously yeah. designed to try to get that date rose. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hi, mommy. I'm glad you're out of prison now. Here's this man I'm dating on TV. And because she's like, her name's Tina, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> They're really close. Nice talking yeah, to you, Colton. Poor Tina. Colton's like, yeah. hi, Tina. How yeah. are you? I got out of jail for this. It just seems like that's. I want to say the second time, because I felt like she did something like that before, where she came up with this thing that she felt like, well, only an asshole would not give me the date rose after this, yeah, you know? Right, but right. Now, jokes I'm gonna make on you her, look bad. because she does not get that date rose. <laughs> Doesn't happen. Right. 
Meanwhile, Sydney comes back and tells us not only that she's exactly what Colton's been looking for this entire journey, but also that she wants something real and something magical <laughs> and at the she same says, time. Um, is she, this is when she's talking to Tasia, I think, because she says, I'm going to talk to him and I want to be very clear. In order for him to find his wife, he's got to make a lot of changes. Which is like, <laughs> yeah, Sydney, this is going to go great. Yeah, you really got this pep talk uh, down. Yeah, I can't see how this could go You know go exactly badly. what Colton wants to hear right now. <laughs> Listen, dude, you're doing this all wrong. So, uh... Long story short, Sydney decides to go home. Well, she criticizes him for taking quote unquote easier choices with the people he's pursuing, which I don't know. I just feel like. What was the complicated choice that he yeah. sent home? <laughs> and like, why are you so complex, Sydney? You haven't shown us, first of all, that you're a, a more complicated choice. And if you want to put it in those terms, like. Why would you choose the difficult thing over the easy right, thing? Yeah, you know. Right. I mean, I it's feel a like poor if, phrasing. It, if yeah. it feels easy with Hannah B and Kaylin, mm-hmm. what's wrong with that? Right. Right. Or the person that is complaining about how they never get a date with you. Right. Like, those are your two choices. Yeah, I'll take the easy you seem one. You real yeah. fun. Do and, I do I want to get yelled at, or do I want to learn some really cool ninja moves? <laughs> well, and also he um, he does take the easy choice in the sense that he seems to not be into people who are making this process more difficult than it needs to be, which is, again, a good thing. Yeah. Like, I don't want Nicole and Onyeka fighting with each other while I sit there and watch. And, like, I like Colton, um, honestly, more than I thought I would, but... <laughs> Quite a bit more since yeah. we thought we would hate him. Um Again, I don't... I feel like he seems like someone who's probably going to choose... A simpler girl. Sure, yeah. And they're going to have a great, simple love story. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. 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 So as she leaves, she tells him, there are some very wonderful people in that group. Find them. Figure out who they are. Don't be distracted by shiny things. Really figure out what you came here to find. What if he came here to find a shiny thing? I think he did. He's the crab from Moana, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Tamatua. (laughs) <laughs> um yeah it's this he gets this warning like three times in I this episode. just can't figure out like did the girls just all decide like okay if you get eliminated just go back there and like fuck with his head <laughs> yeah <laughs> warn him who do you because i feel like we've never gotten this in previous right seasons. In such and succession. i've often wondered like why wouldn't you just unload on sure. them as yeah. you're leaving? Spill all the tea. But as I the young also, kids I'm say. very irritated that, um, first of all, that Colton isn't like, okay, well, who? Yeah, you know, like what's stopping yeah. you from? I like, have no follow up questions. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just all feels a little too constructed. Yeah. Well, and so who do you think they're talking about? Hannah B. For yeah. one, I think. I guess uh, Demi. Was I think still Sydney around. was talking yeah. about Demi. Yeah. yeah. And so I think for the most part now, among the girls that are left, I mean, I think specifically from the way that they talked in that episode, Hannah B., but come on, like Heather, right? Right, yeah, yeah. That's her who hair I, that's is who I so warn. shiny. There's no way that they weren't talking about her. <laughs> shiny! <laughs> it's just so long. <laughs> 
Um, fun fact, they make them grow long hair like that at that evangelical college that Heather and Cassie went to. You know, I have heard the college is Biola, and I have heard of it before, but well, I didn't realize. Of course you have. Ryan no, no. went to Pepperdine. No, no, listen. But I didn't realize that it stood for Bible Institute of Los Angeles. Honestly, I'm surprised a, you didn't go there. What a boring Did name. you really go to Pepperdine? Yeah, no, I went to Beale. To... Uh, yeah. yeah, Heather and Cassie and I all went there together. <laughs> we had a great time. Um, I'm in that reality show, Young Ones. <laughs> <laughs> Look for my cameo. I'm the old man who tells them to turn their music down. Kerpa goes on the one-on-one. Colton says that he wants to dive deeper with Kerpa. I bet he does. So they go diving yeah. and apparently spear spearfishing hunt sea yeah. urchins, <laughs> which I didn't realize was a thing. Uh, yeah, like, we can't just the hunt can is we not on. just go diving nope. and like look at the beautiful sea? No, nope, we got to kill something. Um, Kerpa tells a story about the previous guy that she dated. She dated him for eight years. They were engaged. Yes. And she's like, he was like you. He was saving himself for marriage. And Colton's like, whoa, no, 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 He's no. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. That's not what I'm doing. Oh. I need you to know that I'm completely behind that. <laughs> Re- doing it before marriage. <laughs> completely behind that, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Heyo. Um, he asks her, he wants to make sure that at the end of the show, because she has been engaged before and she basically says, like, I don't want to, you know, just do it again um, unless I know that it's a sure thing. And so he asks her, would you be ready for that by the end of the show? And she says, if we keep progressing the way we are, I would 100% be okay with saying, yeah. <laughs> that's what you want to hear when you ask somebody if they if they will marry you is, I feel, yeah. yeah yeah i feel like sure. if that happens she needs to get bridesmaid shirts done for her bachelorette party that say i said yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> uh-huh. i said okay <laughs> yeah sure why not yeah um my overall response to this whole date was that it probably was a fun date and it looked like they had a good time but it seemed incredibly boring to the point where we get a shot of Colton telling Kerpa to watch her step as they're going like into the red. Like that's <laughs> the like, most interesting footage they had yeah, yeah, is, was yeah. watch your step. Kerpa seems really, I think, underwhelming for like TV. Sure. I bet in real life she's actually super cool. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, mm-hmm. she's very... Uh, I mean, it's it did seem like a boring date. Yeah, You're and not I'm wrong. not even saying she's boring. I mean, I think we're making the same point which she's made before. I'm sure she's a great person. Like, if you knew her and went out on a date with her, I'm sure it would be great. It would be a lot of fun, but it just didn't make for great TV. I also don't see Kerpa and Colton nah. ending up together. Nah. So. Yeah, he, she's uh there's quite a height differential for one thing, right? Did you notice that? Oh, is she really short? I believe so, hmm. yeah. Which is fine, but... I mean, um, I feel like Hannah G is like... A ten-year-old, I guess. <laughs> but I think she's tall. Maybe, or I guess maybe not, because Colton was like holding her up as they were making out in the shower. He's so. like, "Come here, you." <laughs> 
Uh, he was wearing her in that Bjorn again. <laughs> he pulled it out from uh, from that time he wore Demi in it. Speaking of Demi. Yeah, speaking of somebody yeah. who totally Fs herself at the end of this episode. I could not be happier with the way that unfolded. Yeah, yeah no, that I, was honestly, great. Honestly, it takes a lot at this point for the show to surprise yeah. me. And I was totally they surprised. Gotcha. They, they got gotcha. Yeah, oh, well played. Surprise. Yeah, so um, Demi decides that she's going to make a big move. And she like is walking through like the rain and the lightning over to little Colton's abode. She I feel also like it looked, she looks cray. She totally looks. It looks like a horror movie. Like someone has yes. been like possessed yeah. and is like going out into the woods to eat a pig's heart uh. or something. Like I, you know. And Demi says uh, that it's time for her to really go balls to the wall. Balls to the wall, indeed. That Colton's not going to be a virgin by the end of the night. And then he opens the door and she says, Hi, Coco. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, Coco. And Coco welcomes her in. We should just just start calling him Coco here on out. Done. Yeah, for the rest of the season. That's our homage to Demi. Yeah, that's how we uh, honor her passage. She seems like someone who was like genetically bred to be a bachelor villain. Like I feel like the pre- and this show has been on for almost twenty four years now, so I feel like they like grew her in a lab to be on this show. I don't feel like I wouldn't categorize Demi as a villain. Well, but to be like a character, well, that's yes. what I mean. Like to be Honestly, a bachelor. Though, character. I feel like that's ultimately what was Demi's demise. Um, I just feel like she was never actually vulnerable and that even in those moments that she kind of tried to her be, ex con yeah, mom, again, for it instance. felt very like constructed. Yeah, manufactured. Well, that's what I'm saying. She was grown in a lab by yeah. the Bachelor producers. Bachelor rumor Demi's a fembot <laughs> that Colton purchased in Vietnam. <laughs> well, they've started, uh, yeah, they're just making like AI it's that bots. robot that, he, that we saw in the corner of that screenshot. That was yeah. actually Demi. Demi is a tiny short circuit robot. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, she said, which again, like, I felt like this was kind of a lesser, a less terrible version of that perfume guy telling Becca that he was falling in love with her. Oh, yeah, Jean. Jean, Jean Paul, Jean Paul. Jean. Jean Jean Ralphio. (laughs) Jean. Yeah, no, that well, that was because that was terrible when he Jean Blanc, Jean Blanc, Jean Blanc. You're right, Jean Blanc. Yeah, Jean Blanc. Um, I just feel like it's really obvious, even to the people on the show, like when you haven't had enough quality time to warrant the "I love you" card. Sure. Yes. And absolutely. so I feel like when Demi said it, it was you could just tell that Colton was immediately like, mm-hmm. "Oh no!" And of course, what? it was the like. So I now feel. Like I am falling in love with you. So there was two qualifiers in front of it, which is about where you're supposed to be at this point in the show. But still, that's a lot from Demi. And then Colton has to go dad mode because he says, (laughs) I appreciate you saying that to me, Demi. I really do. It means a lot. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. (laughs) I mean, he says, I don't know if I can see myself with you at the end of this. I can't sit here tonight after hearing that and put you through a rose ceremony. So he does, you know, I think that Colton's a good guy. He does the right thing. And it was never going to be Demi and Colton. No. You, know? Know who Demi, you know who Demi is bred, or what Demi is bred for is Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise. Paradise. Yeah. She will be wonderful be at Bachelor yep. in Paradise. Um, again, Demi 
Demi, interestingly, as someone who probably Sydney was referring to as a, a shiny object, tells Colton basically the same thing. The same warning. Yeah. Same ominous warning. And again, Colton wants no further information about it. She says there are girls here who at the end are going to seem like the safe choice, but he's not going to be safe because he's not going to be happy in the long run. Mm, true. True, Demi. You're wise beyond your years. <laughs> Are you sure you're only 23, Demi? <laughs> so Harrison tells us that Colton has decided that there's not going to be a cocktail party the next Major night. Major bombshell. I mean, not really. At this point, <laughs> Colton clearly knows what he's going to do. I feel like even Katie Sure, has Katie's to know. like, oh shit. Yeah, no, there yeah. goes my chance. That yeah. doesn't look good for you, yeah. Katie. Um, a part of me wondered if he was going to cut Heather... Just Mm -hmm. because, let's be real, Colton's not going to the fantasy suite with a girl that just got her first kiss. Sure. So I was like, maybe he'll just like do the right thing and cut Heather Mm -hmm. early on. Mm -hmm. Um, But nah, it was Katie. And again, she echoes. Same warning. It's like a wizard that's appearing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious this time. You'll be warned. What's that little bunny foo-foo? That's that's what it reminds me of. Oh, and down came. Yeah. yeah. Down came the fairy. Um, So Katie warns him a third time. I feel like he has to, like, collect a magic coin. (laughs) (laughs) It's like there's, like, three trolls coming out from under a bridge. Yes, Answer me these riddles three, Colton. (laughs) She says, you have a great group of girls, and you know who's ready in there. And there's some that aren't. Just be smart about those girls. I would like it if... This second to last person gives him the same warning. It's just like, <laughs> you've got a great group of girls left. You've got to figure out who's There's ready. There's somebody that's not here for the right reasons, though. <laughs> yeah, because as we narrow down, these warnings are going to get less and less ambiguous. Um, all right, so that's it, right? We're... We are moving forward. So what, we have one more week of... And then hometowns. And then hometowns. So if we're getting a two-on-one, it'll be next week. Yeah. Send us more fan art if uh, you're so inclined. I I hope that uh, this time Michaela chooses one of my jokes to to render into fan art. I like that we're just expecting her now to uh, draw something every week. I'm sure she has nothing else to do with her time. Draw us with one of your French girls, (laughs) Michaela. We're why cavemen painted on walls. (laughs) All right, gang. Well, we'll see you. I was really disappointed that with uh, Elise gone, we don't get to play Garth anymore. But I guess that's the way it goes. I went to work for her that summer A teenage kid so far from home She was a lonely widowed woman Helping to make it on her own We were a thousand miles from nowhere We filled as far as I could see Both needing something from each other not knowing yet what that might be Till she came to me one evening A hot cup of coffee and a smile In a dress that I was certain She hadn't worn in quite a while 
There was a difference in her laughter There was a softness in her eye And on the air there was a hunger Even a boy could recognize She had a need to feel the thunder To chase the lightning from the sky To watch the storm with all its wonder Nothing between us but the night And when I told her that I'd never She softly whispered that's alright And then I watched her hands of leather Turn to velvet in a touch There's never been another summer Sweat the moonlight and lace And I have rarely held another When I haven't seen her face And every time I pass her we feel I watch her dancing with the wind Although I know it isn't real I just can't help but feel her hungry arms Podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.